You're listening to Branded, a podcast from The Wellco about building a brand with heart, leadership through love, and of course, the creative journey along the way. I'm Nikki, your host, brand coach, and product-based business consultant. Hello, and welcome to episode number two of the Branded Podcast. I am here with my friend, Brooke. Um, she is the owner of Sea Luster Jewelry and Sea Luster Living, um, which is her newest endeavor. And um, I wanted to introduce her, her to you guys and talk a little bit about her business. And I know she's another female entrepreneur who has been in her industry for quite a while. And so I think that she'll have a lot of great insight and um, I'm so excited to chat. Thanks, so hi, Hello. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about how, well, tell us about Sea Luster first and what you do. So Sea Luster is a Jupiter-based company. We design fabulous jewelry. Sea um, Luster started predominantly with pearls. I have been in the jewelry industry since I was 18 and have had a love for Tahitian pearls, which are the darker colored pearls that you see in my collection, if you follow us already or have seen the brand out and about. Um, so we make the majority of our jewelry right here in our studio in Tequesta. And then our newest collections we design here and then have made in Bali. So being a gemologist, I am obsessed with quality and I wanted to share it with all of our fans. Which Bali is awesome because you get to go there. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's definitely not a bad side of the business. Um, it did, definitely didn't start like that. Um, I'd say we've been going to Bali for probably three years now. And it, and it wasn't until maybe four years. But it wasn't until like a couple or a few years ago that we actually started exploring the jewelry side um, and the artists in Bali. And I, I am just so happy we did because they are amazing. The and people, before that, you, would just, you were just vacationing there pretty much. Yeah, so we went there on our honeymoon. My husband, Eric, he has been traveling there for like over 10 years and he knew I'd love it. So we <laughs> went there on our honeymoon. Um, yeah, and then the love just keeps growing every time we go there. We just get more familiar with the people and the culture. They are true artists. They can make anything. So awesome. It's amazing. It really is amazing. Yeah. So cool. So we're sitting in, I'll paint a picture for you. We're sitting <laughs> in her um, studio in Tequesta, Florida, um, which is an old, the old Tequesta post office, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Um, and it's like pristine white and there's like Balinese, like wood furniture all over and her jewelry. And then she's got one of her little like pearl angels yes. crafting in the back, <laughs> making stuff. Um, so, and I, and I sort of just sprung this interview on Brooke. I was like, Hey, I'm coming to help you with some stuff. Also PS, we're going to record a podcast. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we're kind of doing this a little bit on the fly, um, so, okay, so tell us a little bit more about um, when, what's your process right now when, with, like, your collections? Like, how do you get, go from idea and inspiration to, like, the creative process and then 
seeing them in person? I, I would say every collection is different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some things just texture and style. We end up drawing it out mostly. If it's made in metal, we draw and sketch everything out. Um, we lay the materials and the gemstones and the pearls next to the drawings to make sure we like kind of the way that it's, you know, vibing out. Um, and then I send all of the drawings then to our friends and he sends me back samples, which we then change 10 times until I like them <laughs> because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, but it's definitely a good thing. Yeah. As for our leather, we literally tie a million knots before we like a design. Um, And then we cut it apart and start all over. No. Yeah. Um, But it's super fun. I I bounce everything off of my my number one girl on the back, which is Cindy. She's Mm -hmm. amazing. And sometimes we, we don't always agree on a design, but... You know, then we we post it on Instagram, we post it on our stories, we kind of get, you know, the the consensus from, yeah, our fans and our collectors, which is amazing. We have a a really, really amazing clientele. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I always like, community for me, like, is such like a buzzword right now, I feel like, with brands. But like, to me, that's kind of what, how do we exist? as a brand without that whether you want it to be called your tribe or your community or your fans or your people like how do you like how does how does your business keep going if you don't build that yeah and you can only sit in your studio and make jewelry for so long before you can actually like meet your community or your tribe and they you know, they tell you how much they love it or they saw somebody wearing it and they walked up to them and was like, oh, is that Brooks? Is that Celester? You know, yeah. and, and like that feeling just gives you like all the warm and fuzzies and just makes you want to work that much harder creating the next thing for the next person. So, yeah, it's so true. It's and amazing. it's cool, too, because I feel like um, you like the vibe of your tribe if you will, <laughs> or like your community is so cultivated by like you and the energy that you're putting into like everything you're creating. Thank you. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they end up, I feel like they end up being a reflection of all of your hard work and time because like, I'm sure there is a certain percentage of people who are just one, like, buy one time. But right. I think you and I could both agree that um, you, your customer and your tribe are repeat. Like, they, they love are. your stuff and they love what's yeah, coming Yeah, no, they are. We definitely have a pearl squad. <laughs> a pearl squad. <laughs> we do. We definitely yeah. do. And it's great, like, you know, growing up here in Jupiter for my whole life, like, I know a lot of people and I see a lot of people that um, are wearing our pieces when we're out and about which is like the best feeling in the world but another really cool feeling is like the back end of our website shows repeat customers people I don't know in different states and I've never met and it shows like the conversion rate for repeats and it's so good yeah and they don't even know me (laughs) (laughs) it's funny when your business breaks like so I think like anyone with a product-based business can like agree. Like when you start out, it's like your family and friends oh, that totally. buy your stuff. Yeah. You know? And you're like, it's like cool, whatever they're supporting your new yeah. venture. But it's also like until you break that threshold of like, 
people you don't know buying your stuff, mm-hmm. then you're like, it's a whole I'm doing it. Game. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, you're kind of like, yeah. okay, like my family and friends are only going to support me so, so long. How you know? many bracelets can you wear? <laughs> right. How big can your stack be? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So back to kind of like um, the creative process. Um how long, so you, once you are actually like creating something and, um, then it gets like, how do you begin to share that with like your community and stuff like through your social media? Yeah. So through social media, um, all of our amazing retailers, we, you know, we send out emails, we send everything to be photographed, but, um, we do trade shows which was a big step. And on the record, Nikki was who talked me into doing my first one, basically, after I joined a showroom in Manhattan that she was with. So that's a great way to expose your product and mm-hmm. for your, you know, your clientele to meet you and to try to sell your brand to to big stores and to small stores too, not just yeah. big stores, because the small stores are what keep you going. They're the love. I yeah. Them. Yeah. No, they're <laughs> definitely. So yeah, it's just social media is amazing. I mean, you can, you can get your product out there to everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a good way for us to show it. And then we do shows, um, like local shows, like art shows, art shows, like the boat show. Yeah. You know, so that's a good way that I can actually like put pieces on different customers and show them how to wear it or style it with their clothes so that's very helpful too I think it's so cool that you do like that like shows like that and really sometimes those are like your bread and butter of like your year selling retail too but it's cool because I feel like it puts you on the level of the buyer where they connect with you and you get to meet like that's kind of probably what keeps like the energy driven 100% you know like I'm sure people of don't buy online sometimes because they know you have a show coming up and they want to come like hang Absolutely. with you in person. Absolutely. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. I remember when I was, um, I, my background was in like wholesale mainly. And so like prior to me starting my other old company, Jiva. And so I never had like that fear going into trade shows because I knew it's like kind of this, the fear of the unknown Mm -hmm. and I knew what to expect. And so when you were like, I just, I don't know. And I'm looking at your brand from the outside in and really dabbling on the inside with you too. It's, some conversations I'm like she is so ready like you were so ready for that next step and I was reading a book today and it said like um, I posted it on my insta story and it said like having belief in somebody else and letting them know that is sometimes all they need to like tap into their greatness and it's like so funny because I, not that I'm like giving myself the props, but like sometimes it just takes that one person to be like, listen, you're, you're there and beyond this already. It's traumatizing. <laughs> Trade shows. I'm sorry. <laughs> Trade shows are traumatizing. It's so funny. Cause I love them. I think the energy like, is amazing. The opportunity yeah. is amazing. But before you get there setting up what to bring, how to ship it. I mean the whole like majority of the buyers are females they're strong females, like business owners, like they don't care. Like, I mean, they do care, but most of them are like, 
what's your best sellers, what's your margins, and how fast can you get it to me? And how boom, fast boom, can you boom. write an order? And yeah. that's how, like, that's, tra- that's, well, for me, that's New York City trade shows. Yeah. How fast can you move? And by the way, Brooke is getting ready for New York Now trade show um, on the 9th, and she's got bins around us right now, and she's, like, packing for the show, so yes. she's in it. I am. Which is... I'm not I... as traumatized as the first one, but no, we're ready. We are ready. You're so ready. She's just getting ready to launch a new collection. Um that she just did a whole like curated photo shoot um with and I'm so excited and I'm sure your buyers are so excited to see everything too thank you yeah yeah it's gonna be awesome it will be awesome yeah so what um what is your being a gemologist like what does that mean in like layman terms to someone who's not in that industry I would say it it really just it's it's cut and dry. It, it kind of puts me, I know when I'm looking at something quality, I know what I should be paying for it. And I know what you should be buying it for. Um, but it's really all about material, like what, what you're buying. So when we source our materials, um, depending on where you go, like somebody might say, Oh, this is X, but but really it's not. Right. <laughs> you know. So it's it's really differentiating quality versus, you know, maybe a little lesser quality for a little lesser price. Um, but a gemologist is really like it's the studying chemical compound of diamonds and gemstones. So, so cool. in my past life, that's what I did. <laughs> and now I'm basically I'd I'd say eighty percent of our line is fine pearls. And some gemstones here and there because I'm obsessed with color. Yeah. So I definitely still incorporate that into the collections. But it's just, it's knowledge. Like, it's just so much knowledge about the whole industry and where everything is sourced. Uh, In a world of, like, people certifying themselves for, like, being able to do whatever, you know, like, I know I I had that, like, in the activewear industry, there's just so many brands and mm-hmm. I and I I know that you have gone through that in the pearl market yes. as well and to have like somebody who like you who is like educated in the study of gemstones and like what is like valid mm-hmm. to pay and right. you know the quality is like that's what sets apart mm-hmm. like sea luster yes. from everything else yes. like you know, you, you have a creative process unlike others and that's one thing. And then like your education and knowledge is such a like level up from that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like when you talk about those like badass New York chicks, like you are one of them. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) You are, you know, I guess, you you know, you don't like think of yourself like that. No, but. but like you are, you know exactly what it is like your goals, like I know that you set them and you are educated and you know how to get there. And not only that, but like the fact that you, so many people are so afraid to take their business to the next level or like to start researching, like to make things in Bali, to make things somewhere else. Like it's scary. Yeah. You know, it's trial and error Yeah, and you're never ready. You're never ready. You're never ready. I just, I was talking about this the other day with someone about like, um, what is it like, um, shoot, fire, aim, 
Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. My life. No, it's true. You know? It's like everything just, you're never, ready never shows up. It's mm-hmm. never like, hey, I'm There's here. It's never a good time. You just do it and it all works out. Yeah. It's true. So um, what it, what would you say is your, like, favorite part of business? Oh, um, <laughs> honestly, everything. Yeah. I mean, I do what I want every day. Um, and yeah, that's great. Like you do what you want. You think like, Oh, I work for myself. You have free time, but no, I do what I want. And like an aspect of like business wise. So Eric and I were in Bali for about three weeks, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we literally booked our ticket a week before we left. Cause we realized like, Hey, this is the best time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, timing wise. And, you know, just, yeah, it's, it's all mine. <laughs> yeah. Like if you are, if you're feeling the creative juice is flowing or like you've got inspiration, like you can dive into that if yeah. you want and whatever other minutia shit can wait. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. And that's nice to yes. like have that freedom. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Or if you're not feeling good and you want to take a day off and go self-care. That rarely happens. I know. <laughs> it's true. Only on the you weekend. say that. Like, I know. It's hard. Right? Owning your own business, you're always like, oh. You, I can go. You work to, ten times harder than you do. It's true. When you work for somebody else, it's which is true. Sad to say on on this, but yeah, I think like I there's a trade off of lifestyle to like even dollars in owning your own business. Like I, it's great to like, it's amazing to like hit it big and like be making great money and stuff. But it's also a whole other thing to like be living a lifestyle that you like and be able to like fill your home with beautiful treasures from your travels Mm -hmm. to Bali and you know what I mean? And your mind jump on the boat and not feel guilty or this and feel exactly. And just create a culture Mm -hmm. that I think that you, part of your travels are part of the brand, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you have things that you learn in Bali that you bring back here, and that's what you want to, like, you want the whole vibe of what you do to, exactly. like, bring to yeah. this community. I was reading something the other day online, and it said, um, like, Bali's known, it's the island of the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, a little article about it. But at the end, it said it's the island of smiles because they're the happiest people, like, honestly, traveling all over the world. They're the happiest people and they have the least. And, and like you get home and you're here in Jupiter where, you know, I mean, Jupiter is definitely a little niche um, town where it's very, um, there, it, there's a lot of money and there's a lot of, there's a lot of people and a lot of people that have a lot of things already and they're not as happy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So like just coming home and appreciating like what you have and this little business that, we created and um, the people that we work with, it just makes you feel really, it just it fills yeah. you up, you know? Totally. Yeah. I, and you can't, it brings you back to the whole, like, how do you continue to serve from a place of like joy in your yeah. product and yeah. joy in your process if you aren't continually filling back up? Yeah. You know? It's like the meaning. Yeah. So much, yeah. Yeah. And, I like wholeheartedly believe that like what's a brand what's a business if there's no purpose 
or passion or yeah. feeling like behind it because we can move into now like the hardships of a business happen and how do you push through them mm-hmm. to feel to come out on the other side like excited and motivated and ready to like jam again right you know yeah no it's, it's- it's not easy. No. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Everyone would do it. <laughs> they ain't doing it. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's kind of jam on those um, hardships of a business. So what do you feel has been maybe your, like, biggest struggle being a business owner? Uh, managing myself. <laughs> So many people would be like, well, I ran into this giant issue with production and no. No, we've been really lucky because most production's done right here in house. So we're very hands-on. I'm very hands-on with it. Um, But yeah, there's no, there's nobody telling me what to do. So I just make it up as I go, really, which is kind of silly to hear about. Yeah. Well, there's no rule book that's like, this is what you're going to do today, or this is what you're going to no. do today. Like, you would think, like, you're at home having coffee, you know, being with my dog and my husband, and in my head I'm thinking, oh, this I'm, today I'm going to execute this, this, and this, and get ahead, and then you get here, and you read your emails, and, like, six hours goes by, and you've done nothing. <laughs> you've done a lot. You just haven't done what you planned on doing. Yeah. I feel like anybody listening to this will be like, 100%. Yeah. You know, like not in this alone. I think everyone feels that way. I mean, it's so hard because you, it's true. Like the email will suck you in, mm-hmm. you know, and I've never been a very like systematic person of like on Sunday night, I like to make my list of weekly ta- Like, no, I don't jive with that. And don't you feel like, would you agree that there's like a stigma with like, that's how running your own business should be. And you're not going to be like super successful if you're not doing like X, Y, Z tips from like the most pro people yes, out there. Absolutely. It's, and I feel like the people that, that think that way are the people they're maybe a little more old school or have worked more in like a corporate setting or run like big business, but we get it all the time. Having this little showroom um, storefront in Tequesta, we're by appointment. We only take appointments. You, you're you more than welcome to come here, but we just have to plan it. So I get people knocking on my door and actually, like, yelling at me, like, how do you think you're going to run a business and not have business hours? And I just smile and, you know, it's nice to meet you. Here's my card if you want to make an appointment, you know, because yeah. you, you, you can't just you know, stop everything and, you know, do things because somebody tells you, like, hey, you're doing this wrong. Right. Because, you know, to you, you're not. No. And it's, you just do what you want to do. This is your story, not theirs. Yeah. You know, that's touching back on, like, what we were talking about before with, like, running your own business and there not being, like, rules and or, like, what to do. Like, this is yours to create. Exactly. And your day can be dictated however you want it on a small scale. And then your entire business can be dictated. I don't think there's one path to, like, success. And if you don't, like, have your showroom open from yeah. 9 to 5, right. Monday through Friday. Yeah, there's no clear path. No, there's Absolutely. not. There's the one that you make and that's it. Exactly. Yeah. And have fun doing it. Yeah. 
you have to have fun. Like there's, I've been caught up in times with my own business where I'm, I know once I take a step back, like I'm exhausted, I'm tired and I'm just not enjoying myself. So what are some things that like you do when you feel like you get into like that funk of like, uh, well, I like cold brew coffee. (laughs) That puts me back up. No, but like you need to, I, I need to, you know, exercise, like go sweat it out, you know, whether it's go walking on the beach or just to, to step back and kind of reflect on if you're not, you know, feeling your hundred percent, um, then you just need to, you need to, and you need to look at it like, okay, what, what's happening? Why aren't I, you know, why aren't I being productive or creative, like, and do something to change it, whether it be, it could be like the simplest thing in the world, like putting your phone down and not seeing like what everybody else is doing. Like that's huge. And it's hard for me. And I'll admit that, you know, like if I'm like stuck, I'm like, Oh, let me just kind of like look around a little bit. And, but no, let me scroll through Instagram. Yeah. No, just, Go walk the beach, you know? Yeah, simple. Do something for you. Yeah, you don't have to, like, go shopping or, you know, that kind of retail therapy. I just... You can if you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's like, the whole just simple living. Yeah. It's so easy to, like, for even people, for us, like, the beach is our place. I mean, we live here in right. a beach town. Mm-hmm. But for other people, too, like, just get outside, and go be part of what's happening around you, you know? Absolutely. And get back to the root. This is why having, this is why understanding your, why you do what you do and like what's the heart and passion behind your business is so important. You have to reconnect. You have to reconnect yeah. to that. If you have, it's kind of the same like having a face in something like you have to believe in your business. You have to have faith in what it is that you do and why you do it. Absolutely. And if you don't, that's a surefire way to like get burned out. Like you said, you can only sit and create in your space for so long before you're like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Now you have to see people like, yeah, enjoying your pieces or it's funny. Like a couple of years ago, I would like get in a funk and I would, I'd go to the mall and go shopping, which is totally fine. And I love it. And every time I felt bad, I saw somebody wearing my necklace and I'm like, yes, I swear. It's, ha- it's happened like three or four times and I'm like at the mall and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then it just, it changes your whole mood. You're like, yeah. I'm doing this for a reason. Like mm-hmm. get back in the studio and get back on it. Yeah. The universe always has a funny way of like, giving you what you need when you can show it what it is that you need like you know what I mean if it's like seeing something like that and now you already know that that's something that will like lift you up Mm -hmm. it's so great to then like see that out and it's like little notes yeah from the universe exactly you are doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing you feel like this is like your like you want sea luster forever I love sea luster. Yeah. Nothing's forever, though. (laughs) For as long as it's yours, you want it. Yes. No, I love it. We're definitely um, enjoying the process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe we'll add a couple new things soon. Can we talk about real quick, um, or not real quick, the sea luster living? 
Yeah. So Eric and I decided when we were on our honeymoon um, that the wood in Bali and the vibe and the culture like has to come back to Jupiter, 100% has to, and we're going to be the people to do it. So we flew back out there um, to make jewelry strictly. And we started talking to our friends about, you know, shipping a container back and all the logistics. And six days before we were leaving, we're like, that's it, we're doing it. So the last shipment we did um, in like a week, which you need way more time than that, but we definitely pulled it off. And so we opened the showroom for about a week when our container got here and it was amazing. Like <laughs> the, the mood in here, like the way that it looked, all the different pieces. I mean, they, the artisans in Bali are absolutely 100% talented. They're amazing people and they deserve to have their, their love spread over yeah. here. Yeah. They probably put so much heart and love and energy <sighs> into like creating that, yeah. like, there's no way you wouldn't bust open the container and be like selling everything, oh like my gosh, all your yeah. imported stuff, yeah. like without it being like a room full of love. It was, it was, we, we pretty much sold out of the container in five weeks. We have like a few, like maybe four or five pieces in here that actually we have clients that are like, want to come pick them up like they want them and I'm like mm, you know we might wait till the next containers here because I don't want to see it go I love it so much I know I'm looking at this like giant tree root coffee table yeah it's like, just natural art yeah yeah it's so and they have such an eye like oh, okay that's gonna make the perfect this yeah. that's gonna make the perfect this so they bring things back here and then the way you've done it in the past is like host an open basically an open warehouse sale for like a week long and it's literally like first come first serve frenzy yeah so we (laughs) may do it a little different this time because so it's not such frenzy in here we I don't know how exactly yet but we'll figure it out when it comes yeah definitely not store hours that's for dang sure yeah no we can't we can't do that No. Not at this stage. I'm excited. I can't wait to see the new stuff come in. I know, me too. It's I'm gonna... keeping more of it for myself. Are you going to? On the record, Eric. Yeah. Coming to our house. <laughs> it's coming home with us. <laughs> um, my husband and I are working through, like, uh, a renovation situation right now at our house. And all I keep thinking is that, like, our reno, if all goes well, should begin, like, when around when the container comes in and I'm like it's perfect time for us to like scout some pieces and we'll just put them in storage until everything is done yes absolutely yeah talk about like filling your home with love so your idea with sea luster living was really to bring the culture of there Mm -hmm. here yes and get that culture into people's homes yes it's perfect for here yeah it's perfect for a lot of places but it's perfect for here it's so good I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think we are good and yeah. we've like covered a lot of things. Thanks, Nikki. You're welcome. So where, um, where can people find you like on social media? And so we are on Instagram, just Celester Jewelry. If you want to follow our imports, it's Celester Shop, I believe, or okay. Celester Living. Um, and then we're on <laughs> Facebook also. You can um, subscribe to our email through our websites, either website, 
And then that kind of gives you the in on any future appointments we might be taking um, before we actually open the store when our goods get here. And other exciting surprises we might have coming up too. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at you and there might be some surprises. <laughs> Maybe a little surprise. Um, super excited. So um, I will post all of Brooke's information in the show notes of her website and where you can find her and shop and any upcoming events. And I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>